Hey, everybody. Welcome into Domesticated Gamblers, three dads with our favorite picks of the day. We're with you every weekday here on YouTube. It's February 17th, 2023. I'm Eric. There's Tito. And hey, who's that guy? Sean, he's back. He's out of the darkness. Yeah, boys. Uh, I got a text message yesterday from Tito here. Uh, Can you guys do the show at 345? And I said, no, I actually can't. Oh, okay. Uh, Well, I can't do it uh, until 345. All my kids, this and that. Uh, So, you know, when this guy talks about the word fraud, let's break this down. He uses fraud more than anybody I've ever met in my life. And there's a reason for it. He is the fraud. He calls me out on the show, says I'm hiding in the dark. Said he couldn't do it till 345. Then I get a text at 308. Hey, uh, I could do it at 320 now. Blah, 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 blah. And so it's just, that's why I wasn't on the show yesterday. Wednesday was a planned day off. I had already had it on the calendar. I put my PTO day in on the show. Eric knows this. There is no fraud besides Tito. You're a fraud, complete embarrassment. There's no evidence of anything that you just came up with. Just an even more lackadaisical, what a bunch of fraud this is. Eric there is evidence. There is evidence. Eric Taylor yesterday with some college, with some some gym basketball footage that was a complete embarrassment. Total fraud. It was doctored. It was a complete embarrassment. You're the fraud. Thank God you're out of the darkness. Maybe you actually have some picks for us today since you're the super sharp. Eric throwing hosannas at you all week about oh free star play nine and eight. Nine and two, nine and one, a million and nothing. I don't even know what three-star plays mean. You're a complete embarrassment. Come back with some actually picks. Come back with some hot takes for Tito, and then you can start calling me frauds and whatnot. Eric, let's get on with the show. And Eric can back me up on this one. Tito did say 345 yesterday. He knows it. We all know it, besides the fraud. I'm back to giving Sean points on the show. Tito, you had a big couple days, last couple shows, but uh, Sean's coming for blood today. After that one and six night, he emerges from two days in the darkness, refreshed and ready to go on this Friday. So if you're watching us on YouTube, smash the like button, subscribe to our YouTube channel. I'll also post a comment on our videos and we can interact with you there. Hit the notification bell too, so you can get our videos as soon as we post them. Uh, show also available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Now, if you listen on Apple, please take one minute, give us a five-star rating, and write a quick review. If you're listening to the show but want to watch us, just go to youtube.com slash gamblers. Now, we're also on TikTok to search Domesticated Gamblers to find us. You can also follow us on Twitter, <laughs> at Gambling Dads. Uh, that's where I recap our plays and track our records. And as always, everything you will see there is 100% honest and transparent. So Sean, uh, tell us about your couple days off spent in the darkness with Aaron Rodgers. Uh, How are you feeling back with us here today? Uh, So Wednesday was a beautiful day in the neighborhood. So I got out in nature, did a little walk, went down a creek bank. Beautiful. It was a great day off from the show. Uh, Got the juices flowing again. Yesterday, I was planning on being on the show. And like I said, Mr. Comply to my schedule only here. We're shooting early today for this guy. It's always this about this guy. Like I said before, his ego's so big, he can't fit through the door with the ego. It's just crazy. Uh, my days off were great. I suffered an injury last night, actually, at the gymnasium. Tito dropped a basketball hoop on my toe. Um, and so it's black and blue today. Um, about 99% sure that it's broken. But what's more incredible is after it fell on my toe, 
pads were around the gym, around the hoop after the game. I said, give me that rack. And I go five for five. Tito even saw it. He knows I'm not a fraud. Five for five with the broken toe. Just incredible stuff here. Never mind the fact that it was on an eight-foot rim and you could actually just probably lollipop it into the actual hoop itself. It wasn't on no 10-foot gym, Daddy. Yeah, hey. anyone, anyone can go 10 for five for five, broken baby. Should have seen toe. Tito. You should have seen Tito light it up and pick up basketball last night. I took these some of these other domesticated gamblers to shame, baby. It was impressive. There's no video of that. I made sure that there was no video. You know what's funny? That's Tito's word, baby. Funny is I used to chew you up in basketball all the time out in the neighborhood. And you don't invite this domesticated dad to pick up games because you know I will tear that ass up on the court. Wow. What an embarrassment. And you know it. You can come whenever you want, Daddy. It's no surprise, no secret when we play pickup basketball. You show up next week at the Joan Dome, baby. You can see you can try to take oh, Tito's measure. Oh. What did you just say? I don't know. You kind of cut out there. I'm not sure if you're still in the darkness or what. I couldn't understand anything that you just said, Daddy. My toe. You broke my toe. You dropped the hoop on it. Oh, well, apparently it's no, no big deal. Five for five on an eight-foot rim. You can do it, right, Daddy? Come on. Come on out next Thursday night. Eric Sporky. The toe's feeling good. I'll come out there and I'll chew you up like I used to all the time. I remember in, over in your driveway, you used to go pouting in your room after I used to tear you up one-on-one. With the pow-pow face, right? That's exactly what you want to talk about, the pow-pow face. And, yep. you know, forget it. I don't even know why I'm even – well, I'm even talking to you. One and six. Didn't take any bets last oh, two man. days. Look at Tito. Still casting checks. Still on top of the moon. Still leading the month. Still leading the overall standings. Tito time, baby. On the train. Eric, let's talk about all the Tito success I have had over the last week, baby. We are going to talk about more of your emotions, but I will never forget tearing you up on the one-on-one and putting you in the house, pouting like the little boy that you are. Well, Tito had his pot pot face on last night with the Oral Bob game. We were, we were so excited to watch Oral Bob, uh, March Madness darling from a year ago, and they're going to be a March Madness darling again here next month. Not if I have anything to say about it. This national team was a complete fraud of an embarrassment. I was on Oral Bob yesterday, March Madness Cinderella season last year. Complete embarrassment of a, of a team now. I don't know what happened to them. I don't even know what I was thinking about last night. My emotions got the best of me again. See, listen to Tito. When Tito has a darling and he goes with them, it doesn't work out for Tito. That's proof. That's point proven that I got to stick with my stats. I got to stick with my acumen. I know what I'm talking about. Or Bob, they were up like 38 at half. They ended up only winning by like one or two points. What a complete embarrassment to a team that's only won like four conference games the entire season. What a complete fraud of a of a conference that is the Horizon League. Get it out of here. Go be another 16 seed. Go get knocked out in the in the first four matchup that you rightfully deserve to be in. Wolf. It was a, it was a Summit League matchup. The exact stats were they were favored by 19. Oral Bob was they were up by 22 points at the half, yet they only beat North Dakota by three. Uh, Oral Bob is not going to be a 16 seed in the tournament. I think they're going to be a frisky 14 seed. Uh, and, and, and it gives someone a hell of a game in the first round coming up. Uh, I just continue to cash, continue to cash eight game winning streak for me now uh, after cashing a soccer play yesterday. And Sean, you've now missed the last couple of days. 
you're now in the last place for the month now, buddy. I have passed you after your one and six night. Uh, and with my eight-game winning streak We've here, never cashed in on the sandwiches anyway, so I'm not scared of nothing. I keep asking you guys, when do you want to do it? I'm ready. I, I've been the most proactive with this, and I get no response. So I, I'm ready and willing to do this whenever you are. Uh, but we got 11 days left in the month. So, so Sean, are, are you prepared? Obviously, we'll save picks for the end of the show, but are you pre- prepared to give out some picks and try and, and cut into this deficit here? win some you lose some you win some you lose some there that's what i'll leave that at oh my this guy is not prepared at all oh college basketball is not my season what a bunch of fraud this is he's trying to rest on his laurels he's thinking tito's gonna crash and burn at the end of this month i got some college basketball plays again tonight daddy oh baby it's gonna be awesome i was looking at the wwe picks today what an embarrassment of a line those are. You can only bet like $50 at the most. And, and somehow the, we allowed you to win like $800 on the last one, which isn't even legal. We should go back right, to the record man. books and take that $800 off. Hey, we allowed you to win too, Sean. You got you picked up $300 from that Roman Reigns bet as well. So. Oh, my God. Yeah, but it shouldn't be allowed. It should be $250. Woof. Yeah, I, so, yes. So, yeah, Elimination Chamber, we're not going to be delivering on that tease, unfortunately, but Elimination Chamber picks. We talked a lot about it yesterday. We (laughs) talked about some different prop bets that if they were out there, this is what we would be talking about. So at least you watch Peacock tomorrow night. You watch Elimination Chamber. You listen to what Tito said. It's all going to come true, Daddy. Well, one thing we are going to deliver on here as we get Sean warmed back up, uh, getting back after a couple days off, is our question of the day. We had a couple delightful questions of the day while you were gone, Sean, but we're excited to have you back. Uh, what do you have for us here today, buddy? Well, you know, I've been uh, reading some STL Cardinal news, Wainwright, looking good in spring. I think um, every athlete comes into spring training. They all say the same line. I'm in the best shape of my life. Uh, there's probably only been one player I can remember off the top of my head who comes in not in the best shape of his life in the last 20 years, and that's Bartolo Colon, that guy yes, showed I up. Sidney Ponson. Sidney Ponson um, would be another one. Maybe. I think he's over in Aruba jail somewhere. I'm not sure where he's at. Um, but, yeah, Colon, that guy was just unbelievable. He never showed up in shape. <laughs> but uh, So, anyway, with baseball on the mind here, I, I thought left-handed swing that you've ever seen. Best left-handed swing that we've ever seen. That, that's so the I, I can go first if everyone's stumped. Uh, oh, I'm not stumped at all. I mean, me neither. you talk about Tito. I mean, my left-handed swing daddy and, and cork ball, baby. Absolutely amazing. Cork ball, and you never I mean, hit the ball. I mean, this was amazing. I was launching dingers left and right over through Matthews Field, baby. It was completely amazing. But absolutely for Tito, my, my, my favorite left-handed swings, there's two players. Absolutely love them. We're going to go to the American League. We're going to go to the mid-90s, late-90s. First, you got Mo Vaughn. I absolutely love that Mo Vaughn swing. You know, that elbow down, head down, you know, kind of hunched over. Absolute crushes the ball. I mean, murders the ball, absolutely. And then the other guy, another first baseman, another Toronto Blue Jay. He Delgado. Carlos Delgado, baby. Absolute amazing swings with great stances. Tito had perfected them in cork ball, first ball, whatever you want to call it, Daddy. And Tito was was emulating them on the Matthews Field pitch, baby. It was awesome. 
Carlos Delgado was a great call. Uh, my very first ever fantasy baseball championship was in large part uh, because of him with a four home run game that he had late in September, I think in 2003, 2004. Exactly. He hit it and he threw the bat like that. I thought I remember you were that. Yeah, it was, it was amazing. I thought you were going to steal my answer, Tito, because I, I would I bet me and Sean have the same one. Anyone who grew up grew up in the 90s, about our age, around 40 years old, to me, the, the very first person popped in my mind is Ken Griffey. Yes, that's Jr. the only answer. I think so. I mean, I don't know what else I have to say about that. I do remember him hitting his 500th career home run at Bush Stadium. I believe it was off Matt Morris, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, which in was fact, ex- I was there in attendance, and it was on uh, Mother's Day, I believe. Is that right? I believe it was Mother's Day. I remember being there, though. It was awesome. No, it was Tyler's Day. Ken Grippy Jr. was it was there. It was in June, and it was then. So again, Tito has to correct the record here at the show. So that's my answer. The holiday, I was I was there. I remember. You only got one, huh? Oh, did you ask for three? Uh, my apologies. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. Oh God. Well, I'm gonna have you go because I only I, you cut out for a quick second. I didn't hear didn't hear three. Let me thank you go. Uh, so we got Griffey at number one. Uh, no question about it. He's the best left-handed swing of all time. Beautiful. Uh, number two is a guy who the Cardinals brought in when Mark McGuire got injured. Will the Thrill Clark. What a beautiful swing that was. Oh boy, I loved it coming up there. Oh baby, that was a nice swing. And then number three, I'm going to go with Barry Bonds. Uh, it was just impressive. This guy, steroids or not, one of the best left-handed swings of all time. And then um, number four, uh, it's going to shock some people. This guy did well for me in fantasy baseball. But, man, he would hit some moonshots. Adam Dunn, uh, I thought, mm-hmm. had a great finish on his swing. He hit a lot of moonshots. So I, I gave you four. So, uh, yeah, I was asking for three. Tito gave us two. Uh, I, I gave Tito as number three. Daddy is Tito, Bovon, and Carlos Delgado. That's who my three are, baby. Yeah, he uh, was. Uh, Jim Edmonds not on there. I did not think of him, but that, that was a good, sweet left-handed swing. So the other two I'm going to give one is uh, Big Poppy, uh, ah. especially in the playoffs, man. The That's way he can finish. Just, yeah, the, the sweet finish. The crowd just freaking loves him up there in Boston. I, I love me some Big Poppy. And the other one, a little unorthodox, uh, and he was a switch hitter, but when he was left-handed, Willie McGee of the yes! wow. Cardinals. Absolutely, Daddy. Yeah. Absolutely. He can, he can swing at two of the shittiest pitches you've ever seen in your life on the on 01 and 02, and then he'll he'll have a sweet you know base hit to the opposite field on an 02 count. That was Willie McGee to a T. Uh, we love him here in St. Louis. Uh, he was an MVP, batting champion as well. Uh, just a legend here in St. Louis. I wish they would retire number 51. I understand why they don't. Um, I probably could think of some better answers if I had more time to think about it, but those are two that popped in my head. Willie, definitely not the sweetest swing in the world, but just the uh, uniqueness of it and the way yeah. he could look so bad and, and follow it up with a rope to the opposite field uh, was just just peak Willie. So those are my answers for today. Nice. Good answers. Good answers. I mean, I, I was pretty sure Tito would go with himself. What's new? Um, you know, he never really had many home runs. Eric probably still has the stats uh, in a notebook somewhere, so we could actually get that on record. I think I maybe remember one or two going into the trees that Tito hit. That'd be about it. 
I don't know why you keep on coming after Tito, Daddy. I'm not coming after your herky jerky. Well, you can't baby. be you can't be talking about these home runs you hit that I never saw. I mean, come on. I mean, that's just a bold faced lie, people. I mean, Tito, obviously a power hitter. Look, I was a first baseman. <laughs> I had silky mitts over at first base, picking that left and right, Daddy. I mean, I was a silky hitter. Everyone knows it. You just can't give me my due right now. It's okay. Oh. Daddy. You were big slap up there, boy. We played softball. Big slap going to left field. What a fraud. Complete embarrassment. Doesn't know what he's talking about. I do. Obviously, he's revisionist history. Thinks that he's all high and mighty. Now, after having two days in darkness, it's okay. You know, I'll let you have your podcast. That's fine. It's all good. It's okay that you slap, baby. It's okay. Well, Tito's thinking of some good (laughs) memories right now. We're about to make him think of some bad memories because the other tease we're about to deliver on in this show is we are going to uh, discuss what I like to call Tito's eight stages of season ending losses. So to set this up, uh, Tito and I have seen a lot of our favorite team seasons die while watching together. And I have noticed over the years that that Tito goes through uh, a certain emotional process as these final games approach before the season ultimately dies. And so really, this is my master's thesis. Uh, This theory came to me about seven years ago. I have fine-tuned it over the years. Uh, Tito, you mentioned it a few weeks ago. This is something that would make for good show fodder on an upcoming show. I am ready to present my findings here today. And Tito, I know you know what I'm talking about. Like you invest all this time and emotion watching your team throughout the season. And then when it's about to all come to an end, you just go through all the feels, don't you? I mean, absolutely. I mean, I, I'm the eternal optimist when it comes to my teams, right, baby? I absolutely think my teams are going to win the Super Bowl. They're going to go to botch badness. They're going to they're gonna cut down the nets. I absolutely, absolutely go through those things. And you, out of anybody, all know it's, it's, there's no better option when you're watching a sporting event in which Tito is invested to be with than me, Daddy. So you want to sit here and you want to talk about these eight stages of grief Whatever you want to call it, you want to call me out. You want to make fun of this. That's fine. I understand. I'm at t- I'm at your disposal today, baby. That's what I do. You know, we don't have a fan of the week, so we- I get more airtime. I get more stuff talking about Tito. It's all about Tito. And so let's let's just go on with. Let's get on to the first phase. I don't even know what it is, but you're gonna tell me, and you're gonna hopefully have some evidence to back up some of these stages because I don't know what you're talking about. I absolutely just love watching sports. I love rooting on my teams. So exhibit way, whatever you want to call it, let's go. Yeah, speaking of frauds, I mean, what a fraud of a show we are. We can't even have fan of the week on our third week. Uh, we just came out with it. So, you know, we're, we're, we're real in here, people. We need a fan of the week bad. Come on, help us out. We didn't even give people money, Daddy. You know, where's Marty at? Marty, you said you were going to come on, and then you ghosted us. You're a complete embarrassment. You know, Godson Ty on this heater, uh, obviously not after last night, three-star locker with the over on some play. I don't know, even know what you're talking about. Come on, comment on this link. Give me some more hot, hot hockey plays tonight. Eric came up with one this morning, and where are you? You didn't even comment. You got nothing for us. I mean, he's he's down in the darkness, too, with Sean. Eric, where's Godson Ty at? Well, Godson Ty, if, uh, we have had some conversations uh, as the day has been going on. Uh, We have another play that we've collaborated on that we will be releasing at the end of the show. 
Uh, but to answer your question, Tito, yes, I have brought receipts. I have brought evidence uh, for your eight stages of season-ending losses. I want to speak about Marty. Uh, I have figured out who Marty is, and it was a nice try, bud. Uh, I know who you are. I'm speaking to you. You're another grown man, child. Uh, it was a nice try. But the word measly is what got me. I caught you. I'm not going to say your name out on uh, on uh, YouTube here, but I know who you are. Uh, measly really got me. Uh, not many people use that word. And I did a little archive on my text, and I found it. Uh, so I'm about 99% sure I know who Marty is. So if Marty or AKA the other grown man child wants to come on the show and be a man, come on on. Let's go. Let's get it on. The invitation is out there. If you want to be our fan of the week, uh, hop on, uh, comment on one of our videos, subscribe to our channel. We'd love to have you on. Tito, I think they might just be scared of you because they don't want to get ripped on. They don't want to lose to you with all your picks, your hot picks, right? That's 100% true, Daddy. No one wants to talk to Tito. No one wants to go against me. My picks are on point. My hot toilet takes are all fire. Everyone loves Tito's hot toilet takes. I'm I'm going to bat for the little kids, for the youth sports kids of the world, and I'm absolutely making sure that they are they are solidified and that they are represented accordingly. And these frauds of zebras and these parents that don't want to sign their kids up, this other guy over here, Exhibit A, I don't want to sign my kid up for baseball. Ugga booga booga booga. You know what's going on with society nowadays? You gotta get on. You gotta get your kids signed up for all these sports. Tito's going to bat for these kids. I'm coaching all these little rugrats when it comes to track, when it comes to baseball, when it comes to basketball, when it comes to soccer, when it comes to checkers, when it comes to esports. Tito's doing it all, Daddy. So come on, sign your kids up or come against Tito. But no one wants to come against Tito because they're too scared. They don't want Tito to yell at them. Oh. So let's just get on with the eight stages of grief, Daddy. Let's go talk more about Tito right now, Eric. Let's go. Let's, let's you, bring you, you down. Uh, congratulations. You are 0-1 against the fan of the week. You have not beat a fan of the week yet. Uh, Eric tied, and you are 0-1. So everything you said is a complete embarrassment of yourself and a fraud. Record Ooh, prove that you are 0-1. And, uh, yeah, uh, SJ doesn't like uh, baseball that much. Uh, we, go, we, go we participate in uh, flag football, wrestling, basketball, uh, a little bit of soccer. So we, we, uh, we're sitting out the summer for baseball. All right. Well, we're ready to bring Tito down now. Any, any bravado that he's feeling right now, we're about to bring him down because we've beaten around the bush enough. Let's get into Tito's eight stages of season-ending losses. So I started developing this theory during the 2016 NHL Western Conference Finals between the Sharks and the Blues. Uh, this is not the year the Blues beat the Sharks and then won the Cup. This was three years prior when it looked like it was the Blues' year. Uh, they had finally beaten the Blackhawks in the first round. I'm sure you guys remember the Troy Brower goal in Game 7. Finally got over that hump and knocked out the Hawks. Then they beat the Stars in 7 in the second round. And then they were the favorites in the Western Conference Finals against San Jose. So that series is the example we are using here as the case study for my theory. And I remember the series was tied two to two. Uh, game five was here in St. Louis. It was tied after two periods, uh, but then the Sharks scored really early in the third and they won to go up three to two with the series heading back to San Jose for game six. So this is where Tito's eight stages of season ending losses begins and we are going to start with stage one which is down in the dumps 
after the second to last loss, which in this case was game five. And I think this is a natural beginning stage for most people, right? You have this really tough loss. You know, you really thought this was our year and you're starting to see it unravel a little bit. Uh, and now we're just one loss away from the season dying. But that's when things start to take a turn for Tito because he enters stage two, which is positive thoughts begin to form. So Tito, you start reading articles that have, have a positive spin. Uh, you start to feel more optimistic and you go to bed the night before the game thinking like, all right, like, I, I think we can do this. Like, would you agree that, that you do this, Tito? Absolutely, Daddy. I mean, I don't even have to, I would even go one step below and say that I'm not even reading a lot of articles, right? I'm, I'm remembering what happened in the previous game. I'm remembering what has transpired throughout the season or what's happened throughout the playoffs itself. And absolutely, I'm thinking, okay, it's one little hiccup. They can absolutely come back. And you know what? We just got to get off to a good start. No no late goals, late in, late in the period, no bad penalties. And we'll be going to be just fine. So absolutely, positive start. That's where I got to be. I got to be a positive guy. I mean, I got five kids, right? I mean, I tell my kids all the time, attitude is everything. Attitude is perception. And so if you have the right attitude, you're going to will that into existence. And so absolutely, that's 100% accurate, Eric. Well, and then what happens is, is you have those positive thoughts to begin to form the night before the game. Then you go to bed and you wake up immediately at stage three, which is extreme confidence. So you wake up that morning, you think there is no fucking way we're losing this game tonight. You are just like extreme confidence, total belief. This is the time where you are the most confident during this whole process. I mean, this is peak Tito, like all swag, all bravado. But then the day starts to roll on and emotions, they start to happen. And you start to unravel in the stage four, which is mix of nerves and cautious optimism. So at this point, it's a couple hours before the game. Uh, that confidence has started to fade a little bit during the day. I can tell you're, you're feeling it right now, Tito. You know exactly what I'm talking about. So, you know, I would say now at this point, uh, it's more of a mix of that nerves and cautious optimism. And that feeling continues up until you come on over to my house. We settle on in. I'm going through this right now. I am going through this emotion right now. You got to stop laying this out like this. I'm already freaking sweating over here. I mean, stop <laughs> with this stage of stuff. I can't handle it. I thought I could handle it, Eric. We can't keep going. This is going to unravel badly for Tito. We got to stop. Look out for your friend right now, man. I am freaking out right now. <laughs> well, we got to keep going. We're only halfway no. down. The game hasn't even started yet. <laughs> so, you know, you're optimistic. You're still optimistic at this point, but you're nervous. And you're a lot more nervous than you were when you woke up that morning. All right, so then the game begins, and soon you enter stage five, which is inner angst. So in this case, Tito, if you remember, game six in San Jose, the game did not get off to a good start. Uh, the Sharks scored early. They went up one to nothing. Now, this is where I see that you're really starting to go through it. I'm seeing it live and in person because we're watching together. Because deep down, you're starting to get the feeling like, oh, crap, this is not going to go our way. But outwardly, you are still expressing that positivity. This is what Tito does. You're like, all right, boys, like, let's just get the next one. And this game is tied. We can, we can do it. 
Tito, you know what I'm talking about, right? Well, a thousand percent. I know what you're talking about. Next score wins. You had to get one goal already. You know, you had to score at least one goal to win the game anyway. So no, no problem. Just don't get shut out. You're fine. Get the next goal. It'll be everything will be a okay. One thousand percent. I'm with you. Hundred percent. This is all on point. My goodness, is it hot in here or is it just me? I think it's hot. Sean, are you enjoying this so far? Yeah, I mean, I know these stages very well, and I have profited a lot of money off of his stages because usually they're dead wrong, and he is the fraud like he I've always known. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, you, well, just fade fade the emotions of Tito's feeling. So, okay, so at this point, the Blues are down one to nothing, okay? So you're, you're still, you know, you're, you're having that inner angst. You are deep down, you're like, gosh, shit. But you're, you're still outwardly expressing that positivity. But then the game continues. And we move on to stage six, which is despair sets in. So in this case, the deficit gets larger. Uh, the Sharks scored in the second period to make it two to nothing. And then again, early in the third period, they score again to go up three to nothing. And this is where despair sets in uh, because it's just about out of reach at this point. You're still, you're still in it. You're watching the game, but you're silent. You're quiet. And this is the time where you were least confident during this whole process. But then, but then, and to me, this is my favorite, absolute favorite stage of Tito's eight stages of season-ending losses. And you know what I'm going to say, Tito? You go from absolute despair and morph into stage seven, which is one last rush of optimism. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> so down, game, maybe down to four to one, three to nothing. He really believes. I mean, yeah. I think that he might actually bet his whole – his whole paycheck on it. He believes it so much. <laughs> what happened in this game is the Sharks scored again in the third period to make it four to nothing with 12 minutes to go. Now, you would think this would just add to his despair, but no, this actually gave you one last rush of optimism, Tito. You con yourself into thinking like, okay, well, there's 12 minutes to go. We're down by four. If we can just get one goal every three minutes, we can tie this baby up. We can do it, right? One thousand percent. We have the we have the snipers. We had the we had everything. And I I would even tell you during this during this so called stage that man, if we could somehow make, get one or two goals, the sharks then start tightening up, and then all of a sudden it's just a barrage, and all of a sudden a four goal lead is completely erased, and all of a sudden we're going into overtime, and we got all the momentum, and all of a sudden the Blues are going to go to the Stanley Cup. I mean, that's exactly what happens during this exact stage. I feel like it's going to happen. I feel like there's some hope. And, uh, and yeah, that's, that's, that's another great stage uh, for where I go with my fandom. You're really feeling it right now, aren't you? I can tell you've, like, teleported your mind back to this time of your life. It's, <laughs> it, it, it's, it, it, it's eye-opening. And I hope people watching this understand the, the psychology of Tito. Because it takes a really mastermind to get inside my head right now. And so I'm kind of opening myself up. But, yes, I am I'm right there, right there on your love seat at your old house. I know exactly where I'm at when Tarasenko scores the goal. And it's 4-1. to one, And then I jump up. And then you're laughing. And you're like, I absolutely love watching sporting events with Tito. Uh, there's no one I'd rather watch it with. I'll, I'm right there in the moment with you right now. It's uh, you're 100 right. We're we are exactly on the same wavelength because that was the next thing I was about to say is that you have this one last rush of optimism, and then things actually start to go our way a little bit. Tarasenko did score a goal with eight minutes to go, 
Then he scored again with four minutes to go to make it four to two. You're like, come on, baby, we can do this. Like you're up, you're cheering, you're clapping. But then we go to stage eight, which is season dies <laughs> because the Sharks score an empty netter to make it five to two. And the despair sets in again. Uh, the game ends, the season dies. We hug it out. You say great season, you drive home and you think to yourself, you know, maybe next year is our year. And thus concludes Tito's eight stages of season ending losses. What do you let's think? Not, this? Let's not talk about Tito ever again. Uh, I'm done talking about Tito. This is, and, and to be completely candid with you, Eric, this is how it goes for sports bets for me right now. The ones that we're tracking on the show last night. I mean, look at Oral Bob last night, up 22. I was getting ready to fire off a video and say, look at this, Oral Bob, three-star play, hitting for Tito. I wish you would have. I should have. And the fact that I didn't is a miss on me for hashtag content purposes. But guess what? Seeing all that happen and then seeing later on that Oral Bob is only up like 13, there's about nine and a half minutes left. I'm like, what the hell are they doing? Well, they still got nine and a half minutes. All they need to do is score at least seven more points and outscore them, and they'll be fine. And then I wake up. And I look at the score, and oh, Bob only beat him by three. And that's when the season died. I mean, what an embarrassment. I go through that on a nightly basis. And the fact that you're taking pleasure out of this, and you want to you broadcast this out to the billions of subscribers that we have here, and the fact that you get pleasure out of this, this makes me want to puke. Shows how disgusting both of you guys are for laughing and for taking advantage of my optimism. Wolf. I do remember exactly sitting on that that love seat next to you. I think it was a couch. It was not a love seat. It was three three seats on that thing. But no, this is that's really where it began. And I do. You're exactly right. I've said that to you multiple times. No joke. You are my favorite person in the world to watch sporting events with, especially when it comes to big games, because I see you going through it, man, and you keep me positive because I I will be in despair that whole game pretty much. Um, but the up and down nature that you have is one of the things that I love about you. Um, and it, it makes it so much fun to, to be your friend. But, Sean, I'm sure you've seen this on multiple occasions uh, with Tito over the years. Uh, what is your reaction to my master's thesis there? Uh, but I've seen it in uh, reverse, uh, a couple in live person number ones that we've watched uh, in person where, you know, Tito's believing so much, and we pulled out some miraculous wins, a uh, game at SLU that we watched together. I can't remember. Was that against Louisville that we Louisville. beat? Louisville, yeah. number one, number two in the country. Yeah. I think. Uh, so we stormed the court. Uh, you know, there was a lot of believing there, too. I think we were down eight or nine at some point during that game. Uh, but uh, most of the time, it's been wrong. It's, you know, he believes too much. Except in 2011, when pretty much everybody could feel the energy around the 2011 St. Louis Cardinals besides this guy. And what happened was, early in the year... He came out with some hot takes about John Jay and David Freeze, and he just couldn't let his ego go and see what was happening. He couldn't see it, so he, he kept riding that, these guys suck, these guys suck. Reverse psychology, it did work, and we got this, the World Series that year. Uh, so that was the only year that he didn't jump on board. I, I don't understand. I mean, absolutely. I knew it was going to happen. I had to keep on playing my hot take, Daddy. I had to keep telling you fools that John Jay and David Freeze were complete frauds of players. So, yeah, 100%. But don't forget, Sean, it was in your bedroom when we went MIZ 2002, Quinn Snyder, number 12 seed, and I'm, I'm rooting and hollering. You're mad over in the world about 
them being dominated against Oklahoma. I'm like slapping the, the the floor saying, let's D it up. Come on, D it up. And you didn't believe. I put the sole blame on Mizzou not making the first Final Four on you, Daddy. You didn't believe in 2002 with Quinn Snyder and MIZ. And now we still have never been to a Final Four. So what do you guys say about that, Jack? Any guy who spends that much time on his hair isn't meant to coach. <laughs> well, he's made quite the career for himself in the NBA, hasn't he? Like, isn't that crazy? You think yeah. that he's fall from grace at Missouri, and now he's like coach of the year for the Utah Jazz in the NBA. Uh, oh, it's been man. a hell of a run, man. We we got to get maybe another good question of the day for the future will be things on your sports bucket list. And I think my top three is seeing Mizzou make a Final Four like that. It's got to happen in our lifetime, right? I, I don't think this year is the year. Just the fact they're going to make the tournament is just like it's just such a, a exceeding expectation so much uh, that it's made me super happy. Big game tomorrow. I don't know if you guys have any action in college hoops this weekend yet or tonight. I have not seen the lines for the weekend yet. We are ready to get to the picks. Uh, Tito, I hope you got some college basketball tonight, but you're going to have to wait because you do not have the honors today, brother, after losing your three-star play on Oral Bob last night. So Ooh, minus be, 330, huh? Minus 330. So I'll be leading it off today, and Sean, you'll be up second. So for me, uh, I won 100 bucks yesterday on my uh, Manchester United Barcelona play, uh, moved to 37 and 29 for February, and up $585 for the month. Overall, 59 and 44. That is looking like a really good record, um, plus $969. So I want to get over that $1,000 mark tonight. As I put my eight-game winning streak on the line, Sean doesn't think it's going to happen. He thinks I'm about to, to fizzle out, I guess, huh? Yeah, man. I've seen this with 10-0 and run and then 8-0 run here. So uh, regression to the mean is coming. That, I'm sure it will at some point, but I did not make any plays last night because I'm like, I'm not going to force this. I'm going to be more selective. And I really like the two plays that I have for tonight. One, <laughs> one I already gave out earlier this morning. I'm on the over six and a half in the game between Edmonton and the New York Rangers. I got it a minus 130 at BetMGM for a two-star play. I told you guys it was going to move. It has moved up to seven at literally every single book. So if you still want to take it, that's up to you. I don't usually like taking plays if I'm losing a big edge like that, uh, but you do you. And that's a reminder. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Hit the notification bell so you get our videos as soon as we post them. I was laying in bed this morning. And I put out that video before I even got up to take a piss <laughs> because I knew that line was going to move sooner than later. And I'm like, I want to get this in now. Great insight there, Eric. That's really, uh, those are the edges that long-term that, that will win you money. Exactly. A hundred percent. So hopefully you guys hopped on that one with me. Uh, I got one more play in the NHL tonight. This is another Godson tie collaboration. Uh, another West coast game. We're going Kings and ducks over six and a half. It's at minus 115 at most books, and we're taking that for a one-star play. So hopefully at the end of the night, I'm riding a 10-game winning streak. Uh, I have not gotten a chance to dig into the soccer card for this weekend yet, so keep an eye out. Uh, you will almost certainly be getting at least one video from me this weekend with some soccer plays, so turn on those notifications, guys. Uh, I did check my soccer record, uh, Rocky Mountain Steve. I've now won six in a row, 17-12 and 12 on the year, and up 334 bucks in soccer. So I'm just telling you guys, stick with me all year on soccer. There's going to be some bumps along the way, uh, but I fully expect to have a real nice profit on soccer when it's all said and done. Yeah, I think a couple shows ago, maybe last week, I said you were going to get hot in soccer. Uh, just 
your bad luck had ran out and I've, I've seen you win in soccer year after year now. So yeah, Rocky Mountain Steve, wrong again. Uh, what a fraud he is living up there in the Rocky Mountains. Must be uh, a little too much smoke around him all the time, if you know what I mean. So uh, good good for you, Eric. Thanks, buddy. Well, one thing for you, Sean, I pointed this out on the show yesterday, um, even when you weren't here. I don't know if you heard it, but you are 9-2 and two overall on your three-star plays. Like, that, that's just – like, that's Lock City territory right there because for February, uh, you are 24-30. and 30. So six games under 500, but you're still plus $260 because those three-star plays have been just absolute money for you with a 9-2 record. Uh, overall for the year, 56-51 and 51 and plus $1,620. So, buddy, you're back after a couple days, uh, ready for some action. What do you got for us, man? Now, first of all, uh, I want to talk about the NBA uh, – this all-star they're going to avoid a last pick in the all-star draft this year. I just want to let, uh, is it Adam silver running the show? Look guy, there's as many viewers watching the draft for the all-star game as we have on our weekly show. Okay. So relax. No one's really, you know, tuning in to watch who LeBron picks on this team or who this guy picks. No one cares really. Let's be real honest here. Avoid the last pick. You know, this is entitlement. This is typical, fit the millennials, you know, mold. Come on, avoid the last pick. These are grown men making millions of dollars a year and their feelings get hurt because they're picked last. Get over it. Enough with this crap. No wonder your views go down every year. Um, so I had to get that hot in my chest. Just terrible by the NBA. Just, you know, come on. Let's go. Grow up. I agree. Okay. Having a big show. Good to have you back, Sean. <laughs> uh, so... Uh, let's, you know, we're going to just play a few little small plays tonight. It, Tito's right. I said it at the beginning of the year, uh, first couple shows, college basketball is not my cup of tea. Um, I'm just an NFL boy. Uh, I will cash those three-star plays in NFL. Um, so we're going to go with, uh, how do you pronounce this, Tito? Canisius? Canisius. Canisius. Plus six and a half for a one-star play. And then uh, – Building with excitement. Oh, what a pick. Thank you. Appreciate that. Who's Canisius taking on tonight? I'm going to look this up. They are taking on Ryder. Huge matchup. Throw the records out the window when those two (laughs) stormy combatants get together. Yes, yes. And uh, what was the other one? Need the time kill music team. It was uh, right. Wright State playing Cleveland State, and we can get that at plus two at uh, DraftKings. So we will you cut out. Are you still there? You're taking Wright State plus two? Yes. For a one-star play? My earbuds died on me. That's okay. All right, so plus two Wright State for a one-star play? Yeah, that's all I got. Um, I might actually release some college baseball plays uh, for this weekend. So – Hit the notification. Uh, this is where I'm going to live. I'm going to try to find some markets, uh, something new for me. Um, college baseball, there's some there's some advantages out there. So we're, we're going to look around and see what we can do. Tink, 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 tink. Are you college baseball? You can bet on this? Correct. Wow. Wow. Where? Oh, maybe you don't want to share your edges. If you don't, it's fine. I'm just curious where you find information about like public betting college baseball. I thought you misspoke and meant to say college basketball, but you really mean baseball. 
Yeah, I can show you some stuff. Ooh, all right, all right. Yeah. Hey, man, one of my favorite sayings on the show, money is money. So I don't yeah. care if you're betting lacrosse, college baseball, it doesn't matter. If you can cash, you can cash. We got a guy betting WWE here. So, um, you know, a baseball – I'm a big baseball guy. I'm ready for fantasy baseball. I'm ready for spring. I think there's games going on today. Uh, so I'm just pumped. I'm ready for it. There's no games going on today. Pitchers and catchers just reported two days ago. The full cam hasn't even reported yet. Come on, baseball guy. Oh, by the way, Eric, reminded everyone that your Atlanta Braves plus 18,000 World Series play eight days ago. whoop they do Who really gives a crap? You've been gone for two days. You're going to give us two last days of gold college basketball plays where you don't even know the names of the of the opponent or of what division they're in. I mean, hey, this is a fraud of an embarrassment. Terrible I, pick. I've said it for all along. I wouldn't be following me for college basketball. I had done no research in maybe five minutes sitting here while we were talking about the eight stages. Um, that's just where I'm at, you know, mentally. Mentally, this is what I do every year. When the NFL starts, I grind it out and I win. I win, and then when NFL's over, I take a mental break from the stress of it all. And that's how my mind works. Um, and it's been profitable the last few years, and that's what I'm going to do, baby. Nothing wrong with some small volume on plays and just doing some one-stars here. Like, but, uh, I'm, I'm almost positive that there are baseball. It's, isn't the, uh, the World Baseball Classic starting up? That's one thing I wanted to ask you about, Sean, because I know you're really excited about that event. And I, I think it's still a couple weeks away. I'd have to, to check the dates. Um, but tell, I know you're really excited about that. So tell me, like, are you planning on, you know, really digging into that and, and betting on that? Or is it more just for the watching angle? Um, I'm, re I'm, I'm rooting for USA in this one all the way, baby. Uh, I love the World Baseball Classic. There's a lot of flair. A lot of players throwing bats. You know, we got fireworks going off. It's fun stuff. You know, I remember when Molina threw to that baseball down to second base to Javier Baez. Everyone was going crazy. Baez is pumping his fist before he catches it. Just exciting stuff that I hope MLB, and they have been kind of listening to the fans, bringing a little bit more of that excitement into the game. And uh, so I'm definitely going to be betting on the World uh, Baseball Classic. Well, you know, why not? Let's let's. Let's take advantage of uh, that Dominican lineup stack, the USA team, pitchers. I mean, there's going to be some edges. I'd love to see that. I just looked it up. That The dates are March 7th to March 21st for the World Baseball Classics. So they're going to be going heads up against March Madness, Tito. I think you and me are going to be watching March Madness, and Sean's going to be nerding out on the World Baseball Classics. I'm not sure Classics. what I saw here, but I saw this on uh, Twitter, this guy with the games up. That's why um, – so I don't know, Tito. Are you sure there's no games going on today? No, I'm not 100% sure. I'm not even locked on to baseball. Who really gives a crap about baseball? Baseball season doesn't start till flag day. What an embarrassment. Who cares? whoop de doo World Baseball Classic. How often do they even play that? Eight, eight, one to every eight years? Woof. Nobody watches that. Only degenerate gambles like you watch that crap. It's a complete part of a classic. Get out of here. They should be with their teams. They should be being coached by their managers, not for their countries. That's what the Olympics is for. What a fraud. What of an embarrassment. Get out of here with this nonsense. Let's get to baseball. Actually, flag day, and we'll get to the real season of baseball. It's okay that you don't watch USA and root them on. We get it. Yeah, why do you hate your country, Tito? I've heard a lot I of hate my country. I absolutely love my country. 
I'm on tilt because of the eight stages. And you got this far over here talking about how NBA, nobody's watching it anymore. It's only the second most popular sport in America. What an embarrassment of a of a take that was. I don't even know what he's talking about. Let's get to my college basketball picks. It's Tito time. Oh, I can't wait. And get some hot three-star players for daddy. It's another three-star player. I'm not sitting on my doors. I'm not making one star, half a star, two negative two stars. I'm making three-star plays because my points are on point, and I love my matchups tonight. First, we're going to go to the Ivy League, baby. We're going to go to Brown, taking on Princeton. Princeton, the, the leader in the conference right now. Brown getting six and a half points. The home stretch of the Ivy League is for Brown right now. They got to have this win to stay on top of the conference have a chance to win the, the conference title going into the conference tournament. We got three more road games, and then they season finale at home against Yale. And so they really need this matchup against Princeton tonight. They beat Princeton at home a few weeks ago by three or by two points, and they only lost on the road to Yale by three. And they're getting six and a half. And Yale is the top team in the Ivy League, baby. So we're going to take Brown. We're going to get the points. And then it's going to a three-star play. You can find that on Jesus. And then another Tito special. We're going to go to the Mid-American Conference, baby. We're going to talk about Eastern Michigan, the Eagles. And they're playing Kent State. And what the hell is a golden flash? I don't know what the hell this is. Gary Pinkle must be rolling over wherever he's right now, Kent State. Because Kent State is giving up 17 and a half to Eastern Michigan. And Eastern Michigan is not very good. But guess what? Eastern Michigan only lost to the second place team in that conference by seven points the last time they were on the road. They also took the, three place, the third place team to overtime on the road, and they lost by one. And so I'm liking Eastern Michigan getting the 17 and a half. That's another three-star play for Tito, Daddy. We're not rolling. We're rolling on through. I told Eric a few days ago, Fish, that by the end of March, Tito is going to be up over $10,000 in my picks, baby. So we're rolling through right now. We need a big weekend. We got some hot plays tonight. We got some CYC action tomorrow. Tito's going to be at the Dome Dome. If you see Tito, come give me a fist bump. Comment on this link. Tell me you're going to be there. Tell me what your plays are for this weekend with the CYC. And if I feel good, I'll bet on them, baby. I'll open up some lines. I'll open up my bookie. Oh, wait a minute. I can't. That's illegal. Can't do that. We won't do that. But we'll talk about it. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about CYC action. And then on Monday, we'll talk about how Tito was spectacular with his WWE picks. How everything's going to go to a no contest with Sami Zayn and Roman Reigns. And how Tito cast two three-star plays on Friday night. So I'll see you all on Monday. Have a great weekend, and throw it back to you, Eric. All right. What? You guys are on four dogs tonight. So Sean's got Canisius and Wright State getting points, and Tito, you're on Brown in Eastern Michigan getting points. Uh, and I'm on two overs in the NHL. So I think we're kind of on brand right now. Oh, oh thanks for reminding me. God's on time. What the hell is this? You're supposed to be the super NHL shot. The only players you pick are overs on the NHL. What a complete embarrassment of a, of a, of a handicapper you are. Oh, come on this leak. Come, come take on Tito. I'm the best handicapper here with the NHL, baby. You love it. Come on. Come fight Tito. 
I'll see you in the Joe Doe parking lot tomorrow. Meet me there, or you'll be scared of Tito, Daddy. Thanks for reminding me, Eric. Oh, you got it, man. Tito reminds me of my kids. I, I've gotten so good at just tuning him out when he goes on these rants, just like my son does. <laughs> Selective hearing. Yeah. Uh, we're all, we've gotten very good at that over the years. Just to recap, Tito, for February, you're 16 and 13 and plus $1,350. Uh, overall, 32 and 24 plus, I think I messed something up. You're 16 and 15 on the month. Plus well, suppose, hold on. Tito has had the fewest bets out of us both. Uh, by a long shot, yes. He's only and had 56 so plays. He talks about me coming on, only giving two bets, but he's minus 40 or so picks behind me. Yeah. It's all about accountability, and this guy doesn't hold himself accountable. 40 fewer picks than me, and he's sitting up here talking about, I gave two picks tonight. Yeah, I did, because I'm over 100 picks. Catch on up, big boy. Throw out six picks in the night. Why do you throw up all these picks? You, all your picks are half a star, two stars, one star. Throw out some three-star picks, Daddy. I want to see these three stars. I am too. You're I'm such, a, you're such a super two. sharp. You're such a super sharp. Why don't, we get, why don't we get more three-star picks? Tito's cashing off his three-star picks. Why am I up so much, Daddy? Why am I up? Because my three-star picks also hit. It's selective. It's selective. What do you want? What Eric wants to show? What about those head-to-head matchups that you go against Tina one? What's your record on those? I'm sure it's negative 500. I bet it's a negative 550,000. I don't even know what it is. You're lucky you're playing these three-star plays and you're nine and two because if you weren't and you were going head-to-head against Tito, you'd be shaking in your boots. You'd be in, you'd still be in the dark, Daddy. Oh, what about that? Well, I wasn't in the dark yesterday. 3.45 is the showtime, you said. Uh, so you can keep on making things up. That's what you're pretty good at is just making up your own reality and you don't live in the real world. So uh, it's okay that you keep doing that. It's fine. I can take it. I'm used to my, like I said, I'm used to my son and you remind me a lot of him with your takes and your talk and you're making things up. <laughs> yeah, you too. I swear you're biological brother sometimes. It's, it's, it's like Skip and, and, and Stephen A, but it like it just it's, it's, it runs deeper. It's not for show. This, the, you guys have a lot of history. This goes, this goes back really deep. So we're going we're gonna to break you guys, break you two up for the weekend. Uh, take a little breather as we take Oh, no, time. no. I'll be seeing him on Sunday and holding him accountable. Let these boys run up and down the court. Stop stopping them all the time. Let them play. They got to play on their own. You can't make them do everything. Come on, let's go. Unleash these stallions. They're stallions, I tell you. Tito's ready to shut down the show, so we're going to do it. Let's go, baby. Let's go. I got, I, got, I got places to be. I got domesticated dad duty. Let's go, baby. I Let's, know. We all got to comply to your schedule. We do. We got we got, we got to accommodate Tito. Make sure you subscribe to our channel and turn on that those notifications. Hit the bell because you're going to be getting some soccer plays from me coming up this weekend. Uh, maybe some bonus content from Tito at the down at the CYC at the Joan Dome. You never know what you're going to see on Domesticated Gambler. So, guys, we appreciate your support. We want to grow this show. So, please tell your friends and family about it. Share our videos on social media as well. Again, hit the like button, subscribe to the channel, comment, oh, uh, turn on notifications, smash it, all those things. Uh, listen to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you listen on Apple, uh, give us the five-star rating and write a quick review. That, that would help us out a lot. Uh, if you're listening to the show but want to watch us, go to YouTube.com slash Gamblers. Uh, also on TikTok, just search Domesticated Gamblers to find us. Also follow us on Twitter at Gambling Dads. For Sean, for Tito, I'm Eric. 
This has been Domesticated Gamblers. Thanks for being with us, guys. We will see you on Monday. Let's cash.